Hello, hello, writers, and welcome back to another episode of the Well-Storied Podcast. I'm Kristen Kiefer, and this is where I translate articles from the Well-Storied blog into audio so you can listen in on the go. Today, we are discussing a brand new article that has been published on the Well-Storied blog, and it is called How to Define Your Character's Unique Voice. This is a topic that I think is really important because all too often, Um, I think we kind of struggle to create characters that are unique, that are distinguished as their own people, and that also just feel like real people, that are real and tangible, and that our readers can connect with. So I think finding your character's unique voice is a topic that all of us as writers need to spend more time on, more time diving into, and today I am really excited to share some tips and some tricks with you. So without any further ado, let's dive in. If you would like to check out today's article as you listen in, make sure to head on over to well-storied.com slash unique voice. How to define your character's unique voice. To create characters as real as the people around us, we must remember to forge for them their own unique voices. With individual personalities, cultural influences, experiences, and worldviews, it's no wonder people verbally interact with the world in different ways, and so our characters should as well. Doing so not only helps to distinguish them from other characters in our stories, but to add depth and realism to their characterization. But how do you go about defining your character's unique voices? The process is admittedly a bit lengthy, but I promise it will be well worth your time when your character's voices leap off the page truly and fully defined. Sound like a plan? Let's get started with today's breakdown, writers. First up, let's examine the full importance of voice. Defining your character's voice bears importance far beyond ensuring their dialogue is unique. Why? Because a person's voice isn't solely comprised of how they verbally present themselves to the world. Voice also operates internally. It's the narrative running through our minds at all times. It's what we think before we filter the words that come out of our mouths. Voice is, in many ways, contrary. It's found as much in what we don't say as we do, in our body language as the words we speak. It's a series of calculated choices that are pushed and pulled by some of our most natural instincts. It is both learned and God-given. Our voices define who we are as human beings, and so how we choose to use our voices each and every day shapes the ways in which we engage with our world and the people in it. Naturally, our characters' voices should do the same. So, how can you develop your character's voice? Constructing your character's unique voice is very much a complex and time-consuming endeavor, but when voice is so integral to understanding a character's identity and defining how they engage with the world around them, I believe it's worth taking the time to develop. Today we're going to break this process down into two steps. First, we'll look at how your character's identity and experiences define their voice. Then we'll examine how that voice will impact both your character's internal narrative and external interactions throughout your story. Sound like a plan? Let's dive in. Beginning with the building blocks of voice. As we mentioned earlier, voice is both learned and innate. Nature versus nurture with a dash of personal development, if you will. As such, the natural tendencies that define a person's innate voice are ever shaped and refined by their experiences. 
This means a character's voice is a dynamic thing and can be very much different at the end of their story as compared to the beginning. Three cheers for character arcs, right? With that established, let's dig into the four most prominent building blocks that shape our characters' voices. First up, we have personality. The characteristics and qualities that define a person's personality are more often than not innate, though it could certainly be argued that particular characteristics are also learned. What matters not is from where such traits come, but rather how they impact a person's voice. Whether your character is an introvert, extrovert, or ambivert arguably has the biggest impact on how they engage in conversation and the types of dialogue they choose to build, but the buck doesn't stop there. Each of your character's personality traits plays a role in defining their voice, so take the time to hash out their personality as a whole before moving on. In today's transcript at well-storied.com slash unique voice, there is a link to my favorite way to craft characters' personalities, so make sure to check that out. The second building block is cultural influence. The impact of culture on defining a person's voice cannot be understated. From societal norms and common practices to pop culture, technology, and politics, every last ounce of a culture's makeup impacts how a person chooses to engage within that culture, or rebel from it. To fully consider how culture impacts your character's voice, you must first understand how they identify within that culture. Nationality alone does not cover it. Take into consideration your character's ethnicity, religious practices, physical and mental ability, sexuality, gender identity, and any other defining factors that shape how they engage with the popular culture. Keep in mind as well that each of these factors, religion, sexuality, ethnicity, etc., has a subculture of its own. Your character's voice will be shaped by these elements as well. Building block number three, experiences. Your character's experiences in life, both past and present, are shaped in part by their cultural identities. But when I mention experiences here, I'm specifically speaking about the experiences that are exclusive to your character. Consider your character's upbringing, their friends and peer groups, their educational experience and occupation, their past and present relationships, their happiest moments, and their traumas. How did each of these elements shape the person they are when your story begins? And finally, our fourth building block is worldview. A person's worldview is very much shaped by their cultural and personal experiences, but it can also be refined by their individual choices. Your character's personal interests, religious beliefs, political opinions, and or moral code may vary from those of popular culture or their immediate peer groups, such as friends and family members and co-workers. And thus, those elements shape your character's worldview too, and by extension their voice, in new and unique ways. Defining each of these major building blocks, personality, cultural influences, experiences, and worldview will go a long way toward building your character's unique voice. And with the core of their voice defined, it's now time to take a look at how that voice shapes their personal narrative and interactions. Remember how we talked about the complexities of voice at the top of today's episode? It is expressed both internally and externally, in how one thinks and how one converses. 
These are the elements we are now going to explore, having established a strong understanding of your character's voice itself in the last part of today's episode. Let's begin with external expression. External expression is the element most frequently discussed when considering a character's unique voice. Specifically, we're talking about dialogue and body language here. With your character's unique voice in mind, consider each of the following elements of external expression. 1. Language and dialect. What language or languages does your character speak? Do they speak a specific dialect, and in what ways does this affect their accent? 2. Word choice and sentence structure. Is your character's vocabulary in any way shaped by their cultural identities or their level of education? What common phrases do they employ? Are they fond of speaking in short, clipped sentences, or are they more long-winded? Do they tend to express their opinions in a series of grunts, snorts, chuckles, or groans? Number three, tone of voice. General timbre of your character's voice. Do they often mumble or mutter? Would you consider them somber, sarcastic, cynical, smug, enthusiastic, shy, or otherwise inclined to a particular attitude? Number four, social interactions. Whom does your character enjoy speaking with? What topics do they love to discuss? What people and or what topics would they rather avoid at all costs? And five, body language. What facial expressions or bodily tics is your character prone to employ? What does their posture say about their inner narrative? Are these elements inclined to change when they're in the presence of certain people or discussing particular topics? Now that we've covered how your character expresses their voice externally, it's time to turn our eyes, or rather our ears, toward internal narrative. While external expression is most frequently discussed when considering a character's unique voice, internal narrative is just as important. Why? Because your character's thought process deepens readers' understanding of their voice, revealing insights such as hopes, fears, prejudices, and regrets that your character might not be so quick to admit in their dialogue. In essence, your character's internal narrative builds a secondary dialogue that only your readers are meant to hear. One thing to note is that in most cases, a character must serve as the point of view to relay their internal narrative to readers. Otherwise, readers probably aren't getting much of their thought process. A point of view character who does not wish their full internal narrative to be known is often called an unreliable narrator. Their internal narrative is compromised in order to cast doubt on their version of events. A character's internal narrative is frequently built on a scene-by-scene -scene basis, as the thoughts they choose to keep to themselves necessitate some sort of external dialogue in order to exist. That said, many characters do have an overarching internal narrative that drives their character arc throughout the story. This is called the lie your character believes, and is simply a fear, flaw, or regret that hinders your character from achieving their story goal or becoming a better version of themselves. You can read all about this topic in our well-storied breakdown. I will leave the link for you in today's episode transcript at well-storied.com slash unique voice. With their external expression and internal narrative combined, you have explored all the major ways in which your character's unique voice shapes how they interact with the world around them. 
Give each of your characters a unique voice, and you'll not only distinguish them as individuals, but create a full cast of characters that is sure to blow your readers away. But your character's unique voice is just one facet of their overall characterization. If you're looking for more guidance as you work to create truly well-developed characters for your stories, you may enjoy crafting incredible characters. This 105-page digital workbook is specifically designed to make the process of crafting characters that leap off the page in full-fledged glory simple, sure, and powerful. And if you would like more information about that or to grab your copy of Crafting Incredible Characters today, you can head on over to well-destroyed.com slash incredible characters. Writers, have you given much thought to building unique voices for each of your story's characters? I hope today's episode has inspired you to dig in deep and really get to know your characters like never before. I don't think you'll regret any of the time you spend putting into discovering your characters' unique voices. This really is a topic that will kind of revolutionize the way you write and create your characters. So go ahead and give this a shot. If you would like to review all of the information, you can always just listen to today's, to today's episode again, or really I would suggest reading through it over at wellstoried.com slash unique voices, and I promise that is the last time I'm going to say that link in today's episode. Friends, if you enjoyed today's episode, as always, please do give it a like, a rating, a review, whatever you can from wherever you're listening into, which would be SoundCloud or iTunes or YouTube. Any sort of support that you can give the podcast is always such, such, such a help in getting the podcast to grow and reach new writers and readers. So thank you for that. I really appreciate it. As well, if you have any sort of extra cash laying around, I would like to throw it behind a creator or a website that you believe in and WellStoried happens to be that place for you. Make sure to pop on over to patreon.com slash wellstoried. There you can pledge a certain amount of money each month beginning at just one dollar to help support well storied and that helps me cover all the expenses involved in creating this podcast in upkeeping the website in creating new workbooks and other resources that really can hopefully help you write better stories and become a better storyteller so if you're interested in that and you would like to learn more information and get started today i will leave the link for the, uh, that in the episode description below or you can just pop on over to patreon.com slash Writers, friends, rock stars, thank you again for listening into today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you guys next time. See ya!